Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. If you're anything like me, your health is very important to you. I know you listen to the show for tips to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Well, I have some great news for you. James Miller Lifeology has partnered with BioOptimizers Nutrition. As an avid nutrition and exercise enthusiast, I thought I knew a lot. But after taking a 12-week health course BioOptimizers offers and implementing their supplements, I noticed a huge difference in my energy and my digestive tract. Since you're a listener of Lifeology Radio, BioOptimizers is offering you the same 12-week course absolutely free. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements to take this free course. Here is a sample of what you'd learn. How to get 70% more energy in 30 seconds or less. The ultimate key to high performance, health, and longevity. How to turn the tide against uncontrollable food cravings. How to select the most powerful supplements for you. How to stay lean and trim without sacrifice. The simplest and fastest way to detoxification and great skin. And much, much more. To get access to this awesome health course, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements and sign up today. Once again, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to remind you that we're all self-made people. I'll also be interviewing author Elizabeth O'Keefe, who shares her transformational story, which will inspire you to overcome any adversity you are facing. For more information about Elizabeth, please visit elizabethokeefe.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Self-made people. Did you know that the term lifeology actually is a literary term, which talks about the study of life, but the way they use it in literature is it looks at all people instead of just the quote unquote successful people that we would read about. And so when you study everybody's life, you'll see a pattern there that they're all self-made individuals. And when we think about that concept, it's true. Every situation we're in, however we handle it or however we deal with it, creates the foundation for the next situation we're in. And so it's so important for each of us to realize that every choice we make creates a foundation for the next choice and then the next choice and the next choice. Now, of course, there's going to be things in our life which blindside us or we're not our faults, if you will. But what we do with that situation determines what the outcome is going to be. And so it's really important for each of us to recognize that we always have a choice. Many times when we think we don't have a choice, we really do have a choice. So when we can understand that in every situation, there's always a way out or there's always an answer, if you will, when we keep that in the forefront of our mind, when we do have to make difficult choices or when we are blindsided by something, it will encourage us to find the healthier choice. The great thing about having a support group or a great group of friends or a strong family system is they will encourage you. They will help you find that way out. They will help you find the healthiest choice for you. 
But one thing to really consider is whatever your self-talk is or whatever you tell yourself at night or whatever you tell yourself during the day or even when you're struggling with something, that is going to be what your future is going to be like. That's going to be what your day is like. For example, if I wake up with a headache and I think, oh my gosh, this is going to be a horrible day today. I don't even want to get out of bed. Well, I've set the foundation for how my day is going to go. And once again, as a self-made person, if I say my day is going to go really poorly, my self-made choice is my day is going to go poorly. Conversely, if I wake up and I think today is going to be amazing, I can't wait to see what today holds. Well, I look for that gift, if you will, or I look for those wonderful blessings that are all around me. So whatever I tell myself determines the choices that I'm going to make, or in other words, the direction of my choices, the direction of my focus to determine what those choices are going to be. Sometimes we experience things in life where we are a victim. I wish justice would prevail in every one of those situations, but unfortunately, that's not always the case. So when we take something and we look at it, we can either have it be a stumbling block or we can have it be a stepping stone. How would you create something so it's a stepping stone for you as opposed to it being a stumbling block that stops you from becoming that person that you could become? For example, things have happened to people when they were a child, and unfortunately that can be so devastating, but if that stops you from the amazing future in front of you, then unfortunately, because that situation's happened, your choice is out of that, and what you do determines what your future is going to be like. Once again, everything we experience is either a stepping stone or a stumbling block. It's important for us to realize that every stepping stone creates a stronger foundation to help us rise higher and higher and higher. You get to determine what each of those things mean. Remember, an event that you experience is simply an event. It's not who you are. Who you are and what you tell yourself determines, once again, those steps that you take to rise higher and higher and higher. So don't allow a simple event or don't allow an event that is either very painful for you or just a small event to determine what your next choices are. The self-made person that you can be is greater than what you could ever imagine. But it all starts with recognizing that there's a healthy choice in front of you right this second, which then allows you to take that next step, which is healthy for you. And then the next step. And pretty soon, you'll be just like one of those people that you would read in those inspirational biographies. But it only happens when you realize that every choice you make determines how your future's going to be. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is author Elizabeth O'Keefe, a woman who found herself in a miserable life situation, who felt she had no way out. She's here today to inspire us with her transformational story of hope and to encourage you that you too can overcome any adversity you face. Welcome to my show, Elizabeth. Thank you, James. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's such a pleasure. I love your types of story and the sense of overcoming adversity. You went through so much in your life that we're going to hear about. And now the person with whom I'm speaking today is this transformational woman who has so much wisdom to share with us. So once again, thank you for joining with us. Thank you. So now when I read your information, you went through some really difficult times in your life. So basically, um, three or four years ago, you found that you were just struggling so much. There's so much that happened. Would you be willing to kind of walk us through what happened uh, back in 2014? I will. Um, You know, 2014, I would say, was kind of a culmination of probably a 25-year period Mm -hmm. of uh, darkness. Sure. Um, but that particular year I had been, I was married at the time. I'm divorced now. Mm -hmm. I, um, my marriage was failing miserably. 
I had given up drinking the fall, you know, probably prior fall of 2013. Uh And I had been drinking a ton for at least 12 years that I can think of. And, you know, it started in high school. And when I, when I say given up drinking, it was like 12 years that I can honestly say, yes, I am a massive alcoholic. Well, congratulations um, for giving that up. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I had a baby. I had a little girl. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. she was a baby, but she wasn't quite two. Um, and I had also been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Mm, gosh, okay. So um, that was kind of 2014. Uh, I quit drinking in 2013. And then 2014 was when I was diagnosed. And I knew that my marriage was over, mm-hmm. basically. And then I had this little girl. And I was, it was like the bottom got hit. Yes. And so when you, when you experience that, just even as you're telling us this right now, are you able to remember that moment of, I have no way out. My life is bombarded with so many areas or I feel so overwhelmed in so many areas. Are you able to put yourself back in that, in that, in your shoes there and to see it upon reflection of then versus now? You know, fortunately it's getting harder to Mm, do that. Yeah. Yeah, because it can be very hard when you think about it, because it can be easily suck us back into that dark hole we experienced. You know, it it, it used to I used to be able to get sucked back into that mm-hmm. hole, and I could cry about it, thinking about it. But now I I almost want to laugh. Oh, really? Okay, I, I do. So you have that much healing from it. That's beautiful. Well, I did, and it was it was all I needed. All of that. It mm-hmm. was like that became a huge gift. Yes. Um. But yeah, I guess I can. I I I spent probably a good month or two, um, watching Dexter. I'd locked myself in my room mm-hmm. at night and, and my husband would stay at, he stayed in another room. We had separated in our house yeah. and, um, and I would watch Dexter, which is, I don't know if you know Dexter. Not the most uplifting show, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And I, I got to this point where I was like, I am going to, you know, I'm going to kill myself mm-hmm. and I'm going to take my daughter with me. Yes. Um, because there's no way her dad can take care of her and mm-hmm. she'll be a, a disaster um, yeah. if, I, if I'd leave her with him. And so the night before you were going to follow through with this plan, something happened. Yes. Uh, the very first love, like true love of my life, mm. uh, who I had dated, you know, 20 years prior. Sure. I'm, I'm 43, mm-hmm. 43 now. And um, so I dated this guy, Chris, when I was, that's not his real name, sure. but... Um, but close (laughs) (laughs) when I was 19 to say 24. Mm -hmm. Um, so he just texted me out of the blue asking if I had time to talk. And I thought, Oh, sure. And I had already made this plan to kill myself and my daughter. I Mm -hmm. bought a plant, like a toxic plant Mm -hmm. and, and the, um, like a belladonna of some sort. Yeah. It was a monk's hood. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know that. Aconite. Mm -hmm. Um, and it supposedly stops your heart. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to juice it and feed it to my daughter, wait for her to die. I was going to go out in the backyard and shoot my two dogs Mm -hmm. with my husband's um, rifle, which I've never shot a rifle in my life, but, um, and then I was going to drink it myself. Mm -hmm. And so this was going to happen on a Wednesday. And um, anyway, he texted me and asked if I could talk. And I thought, oh yeah, sure, sure. I was welcoming this escape, like the release from this, you know, incessant negative thought, this, this paralyzing thought. And, um, anyway, I talked to him and he said something and it just made me look at myself from, it was like I was on the outside looking in 
Like mm. I could see myself from above almost. And it was like, oh my gosh, all of these patterns, all of these, this 25 year span of misery and it's all me. He recommended a book and he just said that you should read this book called The Brain That Changes Itself by Norman Doidge. Hmm. And so I did. I thought, okay, I'm going to get this book and I'm going to do an experiment. And the experiment is going to, I'm going to see if I can really change my life by changing my thoughts. Okay. And the goal was to, to do it for a month, one month to see if anything would change. But it ended up, I mean, now it's been three and a half years later and just amazing things have happened wow. and everything has changed. Everything has changed. That's amazing. When you look at that and you have that epiphany that, wow, I am the culmination. I'm a self-made person. Everything I've experienced in life, healthy or not healthy, are based on the choices I've made and things that have happened to me. Some things you can control, things, some things you cannot control. When you had that epiphany, it sounds like it was very liberating for you. Well, it was. It was in a way. I mean, that's really hard. I mean, obviously you're like, oh crap, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> here I am. It's kind of my fault. I need to take responsibility. So I want to, I don't, I don't want to minimize that part because obviously that's hard to realize, but it becomes liberating after that. And you're like, well, if, if I'm the, if I'm the common denominator, if, in other words, if I'm the person that is responsible for this now, maybe I have another, maybe there's another option for me that if I've made some negative choices or unhealthy choices, maybe I can make some healthy choices. Exactly, James. And, and, and the first thing I did was I went out and got myself a good therapist. Mm -hmm. So Perfect. like, good. like you, that uh -huh. was the first thing, like I need to fix whatever this pain is inside. I need to get through this. Yes. And, and I stopped in that I realized that there was worth to me mm. and that I was, um, ready to stop blaming everybody else. Yeah. Which is such a powerful, powerful lesson. Of course, it's, it's hard to do when it's something we've practiced for so long, but to realize that there are other options going back to that, let me take responsibility for my own life and the choices I'm making based off of perhaps what I'm thinking. Because one thing I've really taught my listeners is um, for when it comes to cognitive behavioral therapy, in other words, whatever we think, whatever we think on determines what we feel. What we feel then tells our body what to do. So if we look at this whole aspect of my life, my thoughts, how I perceive the world is going to cause me to feel a certain way. Maybe it'll cause me to feel like a victim. It's going to cause me to feel like I have no worth or no value. And then we act that out with our body. Yes. Yeah. I, no, I like the way you say that. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's really true in the sense of like, even as we have this conversation, whatever you're thinking about, whatever my listeners are thinking about right now, you are feeling something from those thoughts. Now, it may not be this huge epiphany of, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so overwhelmed or I'm feeling amazing, but there is emotional connection to that. And then if you pay attention to your body, your body's going to act that out. So when you're in a conversation with someone or when you are um, in a meeting, maybe at work and you're thinking about something, all of a sudden you feel a certain way and then you react, that is really what happens. So that is the template, if you will, of how we interact in the world around us. So the more information we have as far as what we think on determines what we feel, determines what we do. Right. And, and I realized like I had to change those patterns mm -hmm. yeah. and, and that's hard. Yeah, like that hard. was really hard. Yeah. But, um, but I started, you know, with a therapist and then I moved on to, instead of watching Dexter, I just turned off the, I, I watched it on, on a computer. I don't even own a television at this mm -hmm. point, but, um, I started reading books mm -hmm. about changing your thoughts yeah. and I started 
listening to audio books and post- podcasts like Dr. Wayne Dyer. And uh-huh, that's amazing, yeah. <laughs> I gotta love Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dyer, of course. <laughs> I love him, yes. It's amazing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but those type, Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. Byron Katie, um, everybody who talks about changing thoughts and, and how... Well, you know what they do. Um, yeah, but but you know, even think about this. So if you're watching Dexter, and for those people who don't know, uh, Dexter is it's a wonderful show as far as got a, has a lot of acclaim. But the the synopsis itself is he is a a mortician, if you will, who ends up killing serial killers um, because that's how he gives back to the world, if you will. So obviously, that is not the most life affirming show. It's a wonderful show in its own context, but if someone's struggling with depression or overwhelmed with things, that is, if you're feeding that into your life, then that is what those are what your thoughts are going to be about. That's how you're going to kind of view the world around you. So when you switch that and you listen to these amazing professionals and their podcasts are very inspirational, you are filling yourself up with inspiration. You are filling yourself up with hope. You're filling yourself up with positivity. And when that happens and that then generates those emotions within you, which then gives you the opportunity because it links it to your body to say, well, what am I going to do? And then you found, I'm sure, that your interaction in the world around you started to change because you filled yourself up with those things that are life-affirming as opposed to the opposite of that. Yes, I'm, that's exactly right. I started, um, instead of thinking all of these horrible thoughts about my, my former husband, mm-hmm. my then husband, I started trying to remind my, and, and this was like, I had to do this constantly Mm -hmm. because my thoughts were always going to how much I hated him. Um, (laughs) but why I fell in love with him, what Mm -hmm. were the things, even though I couldn't stand living with him and being near him. And I, I had to think about why I fell in love with him in the first place and, and picturing what kind of a relationship I wanted to have with him in the future, knowing that we would be divorced. Ah, okay. And so with that in mind, I, I love to hear that because you, pre- you presented or projected into the future a healthier dynamic. And remember, whatever we put in our mind, we move closer towards. Whatever I believe about myself, um, if, I'm, if I'm healthy, if I'm um, successful, I move towards that. If I feel I have no worth, I have no value, well, my future is going to be with no worth and no value. So you visualized a healthy interaction with him. And that's what it sounds like was the foundation for another positive, um, healthier interaction with him or maybe perhaps with other people as well. Well, especially him because we do have a child together, Mm -hmm. but you know, fast forward now we did go through the separation and divorce last year and that was not easy. Um, I felt peaceful about it. I don't think he did, um, right away, but now he comes over, you know, we have sort of an open door policy and he's here with me, not with me, but he's sure. with our daughter. Sure. We we have dinner together probably mm-hmm. four nights a week and he comes to play cards and, you know, we just do things as a, a family unit. It's just not a married family unit sure. or where we're life, you know, partners, mm-hmm. um, we're partners in a different way. So, sure. and that's just one example of the many, many things that have changed. So that's amazing, Elizabeth. When you look back on this, because you, you actually tried an experiment to see if you could change your life by changing your thoughts. That's a wonderful example of how you change that because now you have a healthier interaction with your ex-husband as you both co-parent your child. Can you give us some other examples of how you really were conscious of your thoughts and then how you move those thoughts, change your thoughts to have other healthier interactions? Well, let me try to think here. There, 
as far as just things in, in life, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like I had a lot of, well, you know, I did have a pretty, um, treacherous relationship with my mother for mm-hmm. 30 years or so. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and that fortunately healed also, I feel yeah. like I, and, and she hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still the same woman I grew up with and mm-hmm. she's, she's still herself. But now, um, we used to just have these throwdown fights whenever I would see her. And now we can actually spend time together without getting in these m- mad screaming matches. And, yeah. and I know how to set boundaries with her. Good. Boundaries uh, always keep us safe. I always have people realize that instead of worrying or trying to change somebody else as far as this person needs to be healthier or they should do this or do that, when we work on changing our own self and recognizing that someone else may have this other struggle and this is their journey to work through, but I don't have to engage in that. I don't have to get worked up about what they may or may not say. You know, like you said, boundaries. I can remove myself. I can set that limit to say, I'm going to leave. I'm going to either remove myself emotionally, remove myself physically. But when we work on changing ourself, because that's what we can change. When we try and mm-hmm. change other people, we will find that it'll be one of the most frustrating things we can do. So anybody listening right now, when you look at what you can change that's healthy within yourself or change to become healthier within yourself, you'll find that you don't get so caught up in the negativity around you. Right. I mean, you just said it and, and, and so many tools are available, mm-hmm. you know, af- after you get through your own stuff. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. like you're a psychotherapist, uh-huh. you, you're helping people deal with that stuff. Um, and I think that's hugely important to be able to move on from there and say, okay, now I can fix the content. Yes. Like now that I've fixed myself, I can fix the content of my thoughts and then just everything changes for the better and, mm-hmm. and life opens up and, and I don't know, it's just like you, you can feel love again and, yes. and joy again. And, and it's amazing once you've been at a place where you think, okay, the hope is gone. Yes. It's no more. I'm done now. And, and now it's like, oh my gosh, it's like a true rebirth. Mm. That's amazing. And I think that's the thing. I mean, you can definitely hear the joy. You can hear the peace and tranquility in your voice. So you can really hear that transformation from where you were in 2014 to where you are today. So I really want to encourage you that I can hear it. And I'm sure my listeners can hear it as well as how much this, this awakening you've had within yourself, which has really liberated you. So congratulations, Elizabeth. Well, thank you, James. You are very welcome. I forgot to tell you though, that I don't have MS. Oh, you don't? Oh, interesting. No. No, no, it, it, it was just, it cleared. It was cleared as of what last year, I guess. Congratulations. That is amazing. That was the paralysis of the mind of the marriage of the, of life that once that was, you know, worked through, it was, it, the body healed itself. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You know, when you look at all areas of your life, and of course, we're all in this journey together, you know, regardless of you being a psychotherapist, I'm still like everybody else. I struggle with different things. And, you know, so we all have these different types of things. What would be maybe one, uh, a a big lesson you've learned that you'd want to share with my listeners today? Okay. Totally putting you on the spot. (laughs) That's, that's okay. The biggest lesson I've learned one is that the universe really is working for us. Mm-hmm. Like they're really, it's like everything 
will fall into place, even when it seems like everything is horrible and it's just <laughs> chaos and going out of control. If you can step out of that place, because usually it's in your mind more so, mm-hmm. if you can step back and say, okay, this is going to be okay. The universe is, is, is working for me. This is a benevolent place we live. Um, and just trust, yes. trust that I, I don't even know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Trusting that everything will work out for the best. It yeah. really does. And I think it really goes back to, and I want to piggyback on that because I believe exactly what you're saying. One thing to really keep in mind is every event we experience is just simply an event. That event is going to end and another event is going to happen. But if we get stuck in, my life will always be this way, we have what's called emotional forecasting in my field. In other words, what we feel right now, we project that emotion to the future. We project our situation to the future and say, my life is always going to be this way. But when we realize that every event we experience has a beginning and an end, And when that happens, we know that it will end. Another event will come in and that we will think a different way. We will perceive something differently. So it goes back to whatever we keep putting in our mind and and feeding our our heart and what we focus on determines how quickly we pull ourselves out of those those current events which feel very overwhelming. So everything will end and a new rebirth will happen. But we as an active participant need to remind ourselves whatever we continue to focus on in our heart and the inspiration we have and the positivity and the focus we have moves us much more quickly to get us to the other side of that where another more beautiful thing is going to happen in our life. Right. You know, it's, it's been such a, um, it, this is an exciting opportunity for me as well as, I, as I'm talking to you just to, to hear, you know, reflecting on my own life. And I'm sure many of my listeners right now are able to take this and say, wow, there's hope for there. You know, hearing, hearing Elizabeth's story, where she went from a place of such despair, such turmoil, that the universe, God, whatever you want to call something greater than herself, gave her a beautiful gift of having this person she hadn't talked to in years, randomly, which I say randomly in quotes, message her, which was life-altering for her. So be encouraged, my listeners, that when you go through a situation, when it feels so helpless and so hopeless, there's always an answer. The choices that you're making today don't have to be the same choices. They're choices that you make from whatever you fill your heart with, whatever you fill your mind with, and that is the direction your life is going to go. So the lesson today is to really reframe that. Fill your heart, fill your mind, fill your everything about you. Surround yourself with something that is life-affirming, and you'll find that your life goes in a completely different direction. Well, Elizabeth O'Keefe, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show and sharing your transformational story and your wisdom and, the, and really inspiring us and encouraging, encouraging us to realize that what we're experiencing today does not have to happen tomorrow. Thank you so much, James. I really have enjoyed talking with you. Wonderful. Well, if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the amazing things you're doing, where would they find this information online? My website is www.elizabethokeefe.com. And that's about it. Wonderful. Well, Elizabeth, thank you once again for being an amazing guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. Okay. I appreciate yours too, James. Thank you. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.